Hey Faith Church, this GoTime podcast is a little different than what we've done before. We usually interview our missionaries in the weeks leading up to their GoTime weekend and publish it just ahead of their event schedule. In this podcast, I interview Mark and Alyssa Dunker, and their GoTime weekend was actually a few years ago. I interviewed them three years ago at a time when a lot of things about their ministry were up in the air, as was the whole world in 2020. So here's a short update with the Dunkers, what they're up to next, and how you can pray for them. Thank you for listening. All right, I'm here with Mark and Alyssa Dunker, and the last time we heard from them was when they recorded a Go Time podcast with us a few years ago, and things looked a lot different. And so we are kind of here to not finish the story, because it's definitely not finished, but just kind of give people an update on where you guys are at in your ministry um, and the, some of the new things that you're looking forward to. Um, so Mark and Alyssa, um, why don't you start us off with where were we three years ago when we recorded together last Thanks, Claire. That conversation was seems so long ago now. Um, backing up even further, in 2019, we realized with work permit issues that that we were going to need to leave Tanzania. Now we we'd been in Tanzania for a number of years. Started a Bible school to train pastors and church leaders. Uh, it was great. Ministry was was going well. But then knowing that we had to to leave, and actually this was something we were thinking about before this, we really wanted to to empower our our graduates and and uh, have Africans be teaching with alongside of us. And and so when we knew we had to leave, say, okay, how can we transition so that the ministry can continue when we're not there? So we had students coming in and teaching class. So our graduates would come and teach. And, and it was great because they could teach from a different perspective than we had. And it was really powerful. And yeah. so, so we were really enjoying that kind of looking ahead to what that, you know, what that might look like when we got this done. And then, and then a pandemic hits and in just a couple of days, we we're back in the U S. Yeah. All right. So um, that's when we, last talked to them like right at that moment and so it was just a really tender spot it was like you guys were grieving a lot and because the ministry felt unfinished you guys were having you had momentum it was exciting things were god was working in such amazing ways and then oh, you know it really came to a halt and so um what had you guys, what have you, you didn't stop your ministry, you know, you didn't just stop being missionaries, you did mission here from Indianapolis. And so what did that look like the last few years? Well, right after we got back, we, we took some time off, um, which was definitely needed, but then again, the entire world took some time off during that time. So so in that regard, we were all on the same page, experiencing the same thing. Um, but, but having suddenly lost our home in the middle of that, um, it was, it was quite a transition for everyone. Um, if you remember our, our youngest child, Bethany was a senior in high school. So she was one of those, those who didn't get to graduate, but she had to go to finish her high school education, like at 1am to 8am in the morning, she was still in Tanzania time. So those were some challenging, challenging times. Um, then my mom continued to decline. She was um, living very close to us here, which was such a blessing. And we got to spend the last couple years of her life with her. Um, that that was a real gift. 
it was a real gift to you. I just want to encourage you and any listeners who perhaps have challenging relationships with your parents. Um, my mom and always, my mom and I had a, a hard relationship, but the Lord really gave us some beautiful time together the last couple of years of her life. Um, there were a lot of things that I think my mom was too nervous to say, not vulnerable enough to say that in her last days or months, she could do it. So mm -hmm. they were really, yeah, just don't give up. There's, that was a real gift. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we have been taking care of family things and, um, and during this time, but also because of COVID, we were able to start teaching in Africa at Negest, well, next in the U.S., Nairobi Evangelical Graduate School of Theology, mm -hmm. where we've been working for the last, Mark, for the last two years. Mm -hmm. So you've been teaching at the diplo diploma and um, bachelor's level. What have you been teaching? Yeah, so... So I've been teaching Bible classes and uh, pastoral ministry classes. So for example, right now I'm teaching uh, to the bachelor students, I'm teaching Acts of the Apostles, and uh, to diploma students, I'm teaching New Testament survey. I've taught a number of classes. Uh, probably my favorite has been marriage and family, uh, being able to, to really speak into some of these issues that are really important. And there's just a lot of uh, of unfortunately, there's a lot of bad teaching in the churches, and and too often the marriages in the churches look like the marriages in the community around them. Yeah. So as the students are are seeing what God says about about marriage and family and and these kinds of, of issues, that's just it's always been my favorite class to teach, and it 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 continues to 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 be the same. Mm -hmm. And Alyssa, what have you been teaching? I've been teaching pastoral counseling and I'm teaching that right now. I have um, both diploma and bachelor students. I have a student who's 18 and a student who's probably around 60. So it's a lot of fun to have a variety of people coming from different places, but I really try to teach this class, um, helping people people in ministry learn how to counsel themselves. One of the most common questions is, well, what if if I'm the person who needs the help and, and I'm supposed to help other people? So helping equip people to learn how to seek after the Lord and how to let the Lord um, really address those deep places of our hearts, areas of motivations that don't please God and to be able to bring that into alignment with what God is wanting to do in his kingdom. So I've enjoyed that, um, but it's been a lot of fun because during the pandemic, um, actually early on, like, well, what are we going to, going to do? I don't bake bread and there was no flour to buy. So I got approval to go and get a doctorate and I thought, well, that will be fun. So I enrolled um, because I still had a student in Tanzania who said to me years back, what do I do about these adultery cases of the church? And I was like, I don't know how to help you. So I thought, well, let me go see if, if we can learn more and come up with something that would better equip these ministers to help other people. So 
that's what I did. And actually one of my um, classes was, um, it's an, I have to take some education classes. So I even had to write a syllabus. So when the opportunity came up to teach at next, I was all ready to go. I had an entire course ready curriculum and I was set. So that was fun and a gift. Mm -hmm. Great. All right. So just to summarize, I think before we move on, your mission hasn't changed. You guys are raising up leaders in Africa to reach the whole continent, right? And um, that's what you've been doing even not in Africa, being removed from Africa, be doing it here. Now you have the opportunity to go back. You get to be in the country. You're gonna be in Nairobi. Um, what are you looking forward to doing? It's not necessarily going to change your ministry, but it gets to change how you get to do it maybe. So what's that? We, we both really enjoy teaching, but it's not just about teaching. It's about discipling, coming alongside men and women, helping them to uh, to go deeper with Christ, you know, asking the question, hey, what's going on in, in your heart? And um, it's easy to come to a class and receive information and then walk out and be exactly the same. And sometimes teaching online, oh, we don't even, our students don't even have their cameras on because of internet issues in, in, in Kenya. So we have no idea really what's going on. So they come to class, they attend, they take their exams and we can see some things in their exams, but being able to sit down over, over coffee, over tea and, and just discuss what's going on in their lives, inviting students into our homes, having uh, uh, group discussions, being able to to um, have groups of, you know, small groups of men or, or women and walking alongside of them. These are the things that we loved about being in Tanzania that have been hard the last two years of teaching online. So we're really, we're really excited. Um, Lord willing, we'll be moving in August to Nairobi and then uh, starting in the, the term that begins in September, we'll be able to, to teach face-to-face -face and spend time with our students, um, not just in the classroom, but also outside the classroom. Yeah. Alyssa, is there anything that you wanted to add about what you're looking forward to? Sure. It's very similar to Mark that the thing I'm most looking forward to is being able to be in the same room with people that I'm in a relationship with. I mean, that really does change things, especially um, for um, an African culturally relationship is the most valuable and we can have a relationship. And I'm always surprised how we're able to develop relationships from so far away via a computer screen, mm -hmm. but being in person is going to take things to another level. Yeah. One thing that I'm actually really looking forward to, and it's something to act to pray about is um, I'm hoping to teach in January, a trauma healing class at an academic level at the bachelor's um, in the bachelor's of theology program. So what it, the benefit of being in person is that we can then have trauma healing groups around campus where we can be meeting in person and I will be able to be there to help provide some leadership to that because speaking about being tender, talking about um, coming from broken places, um, that's something that really the facilitator needs to be present for to do a better job. I, we started partnering with a ministry called Mending the Soul, 
a number of years ago when I went to Rwanda and got some training. And, and then as I would facilitate these trauma healing classes, I was surprised. Um, I guess I was naive about the level of pain and um, trauma that people carry and they haven't had the opportunity to find how does Christ heal me in this? It's just, I have to move on to the next day. So I've seen God do incredible things through these types of groups. I am really hoping that something like this will be able to get going at next, um, in the next several months. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you for sharing. Um, all right. So now you're going to be in Nairobi. You're going to be teaching at next, but you also said you get to now think about what else would ministry look like now that you get to be in person and you're starting to dream a little, you get to dream a little bit about the purpose um, of like pursuing the relationship for life change, these relationships with people to see life change in Africa. Um, tell us more about that. At next, one of the things that uh, um, the, the teachers are encouraged is that they should have ministry outside of the classroom. So the things that we're teaching we're also living. And so as we as we've looked at at who we are, what we've been doing, what God's been teaching us, what we've seen the needs have been, um, we, we've just seen that there really is an opportunity to to take some of the things that we've been focused on and and broaden the scope a bit. Think about um, not just the 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 uh, pastoral training, but some of the things in, in marriage and family issues, some of the, the counseling issues uh, that we've been doing, we've been hearing from people like, oh, we, we really want you to come and bring that training to Congo. We want that training in, in Cameroon. How can we, you know, how can we, we spread this? How can we do this? So we've actually um, just recently uh, we we bought a domain. Nothing's there yet, but Africa life change and the idea that that we want to see life change happening in in church leaders and and in in believers uh, across the continent. So so what Africa life change might look like, we're we're still we're just talking about this at this point, yeah. but is being able to to do a couple things, provide different types of training that that we can take and deliver in different ways some of it online some of it some of it in person but also partnering alongside africans so it's not just hey let's bring the the americans in and do some training but that people we've worked with gone through these trainings then they're able to go in and bring things that we that we wouldn't be able to bring in um, again speaking especially into to marriages um, families, that's that's so important. So we're not sure where this is going to go, uh, but we've continued. We've continued to have a relationship with church leaders in, in Tanzania. We know that's going to continue. And, and one example of what Africa life change might look like is what Alyssa did recently with her, um, with our former students in, in uh, marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we stayed in touch with them. Um, we threw up you know, a messaging app. And um, as we build community, I asked them if they wanted to get um, equipping and how to become marriage counselors. Um, well, actually, I re rephrase that equipping and how to counsel better um, mm -hmm. as marriage counselors, because they are doing marriage counseling. I mean, so 
So last year, we were able to cover for the second time a counseling class, and then we went back through a marriage and theology class. And a couple months ago, we were in Tanzania for about four weeks, and we trained um, all together. We had 22 people that we trained in marriage counseling who are ready to help other people. It's really exciting because of the 22, seven couples exist within that group of 22. And one of the most common things that pastors will say is, um, I don't have anyone to help me in this ministry. And, and then I've got these problems. There are women in my church who have problems. And we say, how about your wife? Well, she doesn't have training. So it was just a, a, a huge um, joy to see men getting trained with their wives um, and leaving just both having a certificate and saying, we can do this together. So we want to, you know, we're staying in touch with them. I'm interacting with several of them just this morning and expect that somehow they will participate in whatever Africa life change looks like and as we work it next and, and are involved with other initiatives through our mission reach global mm -hmm. in the continent of Africa. That's great. Yeah. I hear so much like excitement and anticipation about what's coming. Um, but also there are difficult logistics that like need to work themselves out and some other things that you're going to be grieving that come along with leaving. And so that leads me to just ask, can you guys share what, we can do like how we can partner with you in prayer what are ways that our church body can pray for you over this next month of transition weeks and months to come of this transition time thanks earlier this year we we bought plane tickets and we were we were headed uh in april to nairobi and then didn't have work permits so so one of the most common questions people ask is do you have your permits yet and the answer is no at least as of when we're recording this. Um, but there has been a change in the Department of Immigration in Kenya, and it seems to be a positive change. And it looks like now permits are going to start being, being issued. So uh, we are moving forward in faith that we, that we will be able to move in April. Sorry, not April. We will be able to move in August this time and and be there for the beginning of the term in in September. Um, and then another big issue is where we're we going to live. We don't know that yet. This the the school has said that they will provide a house for us that we can rent. Um, we don't know where that is, what that's going to look like. So we really don't have a lot of details. But to be honest, we've been working overseas long enough that we're okay with that. Uh, mm -hmm. And we do think that we're moving in in august at least that's what we're planning for so from that standpoint praying work permit housing just the details of of you know getting to nairobi yes and i'd just like to say i just had this thought um we're recording this at the very end of june and so if people like a lot can change in the next few weeks you know two or three weeks before we like other people are able to hear this podcast. And so um, the Dunkers are going to be having a luncheon after church on July 30th, and they can give us an update on that. Hopefully everything is set to go. Um, Thanks, all right, Claire. how else can we pray for you? Well, something that I'm currently experiencing right now and can basically promise I will be experiencing all the way up into the luncheon for sure is a lot of grief. 
Um, I know my children grew up, but my children um, have been near me and I'm still a mom. And I know Mark is obviously still a dad as well, but I personally am experiencing a good amount of grief as I just consider we're going to make this hard decision and go, but things are just different where I know we won't be seeing our children very often. And, and, um, and you actually just heard our dog barking in her, in her sleep right now. That was her. Um, when we left Tanzania, we had to leave our dogs and now, oh, we got another one, um, long story, but, um, that dog is going to go to Bethany. And so it's just another, it's a loss. So as much as we are really, really excited for the future, um, you know, we're at that stage where we are going to be empty nesters. And what is exciting about that is that in our career, we are at a place where we, we have things to offer and we're truly excited about what we want to do and are doing. And we're excited about who we're working with and, and it's just fun, but all of that, all of those dreams we have come with a recognition that is not a life in America. And, and we're going to miss that. We're going to miss all that that life does offer. So mm -hmm. it is, it is painful. So I'd love prayers to, to just find my hope. And Mark, I, I, can you, do you have grief too? We need to find our hope in Christ, but are you also experiencing this grief? He's laughing, but. um, Yeah, oh, absolutely. Just the, uh, you know, we did not expect to have this opportunity to live with our daughter for, for these past two years. So, so leaving her is going to be hard. Um, but the practical side of me also is a bit overwhelmed. Like by when you're listening to this, we're about a month away, a little over a month away from moving and just all of the things that we need to do to get out of here while we're still working. It's not like right now our lives are getting ready to go and teach in Nairobi. Yeah. We're teaching now. And so all of the things that we're doing and also trying to, to get out of here um, can feel a bit overwhelming at times. Um, and so I'm someone who can get caught up in that and and not think about about the grief and those things. I'm sure that's going to hit me pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned earlier just leaving well. What's it mean to leave well? But then you're also leaving well also needs to include that those logistics of um, Alyssa, you need to submit all of your doctorate work before you leave. That's a huge task. And then the logistics of still working. And do you even have capacity and time to to pack, to say goodbye, you know, and all these other things that are involved. And so we will definitely be praying for that. And, um, and we appreciate you guys sharing those needs with us. Thank you. We appreciate you praying for us. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate very much the community that's been around us for this number of years. Yeah, very much appreciate it. When we when we were planning to to come back and make a transition to to move to Nairobi because of work permits, we were not expecting to be in the U.S. this long, and then of course COVID, and then you know everything just kind of the the world changed. Yeah. One of the the greatest blessings of this time is just to have been able to be a part of the 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 faith community for the past couple of years, and 
not just coming in and seeing each other once every few years, but being able to to be with people week after week. It's just, it's, it's been amazing. And that's going to be a huge loss too, uh, as we go and have to start, you know, finding a, a church to attend while we're in, in Nairobi. But um, yeah, it's just, it's been, it's been so good in the way that the church has, has, has loved us and encouraged us this, these past couple of years since we've been back has been, has been amazing. Thanks. Yeah, that's good to hear. And it's gone, it goes both ways. I mean, you guys have just been a gift to us as well um, with just your presence and your wisdom, your relationship, and just how you guys build relationships with others. You're so intentional. You're quick to be honest and open and vulnerable with others, um, which then allows other people to be the same with you. So I just think that like you, you guys lead with intentionality and love and we appreciate that. And then just the the expertise you have in teaching, um, which I know we've tapped into since you guys have been here, that's been a gift to our church body. Um, so we'll miss that. Thanks, Claire. And we invite invite you all to come and visit us, please. Please come visit. There may maybe God would have a way for for any someone listening to come and to serve or to see and learn. Cool. Okay. Thank you, Mark and Alyssa. Thank you so much for your time and um, letting, giving us an update on where you guys are at. And we look forward to your luncheon on the 30th after service. Thank you, Claire. Thanks, Claire.